Hello everyone, I'm Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry and welcome to the Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry podcast. This is episode number two recorded on April 30th, 2018. I appreciate you tuning in for a discussion on all the great initiatives, projects, and programs taking place in Fort Wayne. During each episode, I will share my thoughts on the momentum that we continue to experience in our great city. For today's episode, we'll discuss Parkview Field in downtown Fort Wayne and getting involved in your neighborhood associations. So right with that, I'd like to start off with Parkview Field and a celebration of 10 years in Fort Wayne. You know, back when uh, they decided to build Parkview Field, actually the Harrison Square initiative, it was more than just Parkview Field. We had the uh, the parking garage next to it, uh, the Marriott Hotel, and the Harrison mixed-use complex with, with the uh, retail on the first floor, and then we had uh, uh, a couple of office floors and then apartments. All of that was part of the Harrison Square initiative started by Mayor Graham Richard. And as many of you know, that was not uh, uh, viewed as a real progressive move for downtown Fort Wayne. There was a lot of objection to it, a lot of concerns about private sector being involved in it uh, to the extent that they were, how, how much tax dollars were being involved uh, in putting this whole thing together. But the mayor at that time and city council, uh, to their credit, uh, hung tough and decided to move forward with that because the area that was being identified uh, as the area of concentration for that development was getting pretty distressed and, and pretty depressed and uh, on the it's kind of what they refer to as a tipping zone, an area that could go either way. So Mayor Richard and council decided they did not want it to continue to deteriorate. So they chose that whole city block to, to invest in this, in this new venture for downtown. And you have to remember, too, that years ago when we first did the downtown blueprint uh, where the city and the county and a number of people from the community got together, some consultants, and they decided what downtown Fort Wayne could look like if we wanted it to. Well, a baseball stadium or complex at that time was recommended for downtown Fort Wayne. Now that was shelved because they built the stadium out at uh, Memorial Coliseum, uh, but that uh, particular stadium is, uh, kind of fell on hard times. It was built with old technology and with old applications as far as seating and, and the structure itself, so it was uh, uh, quickly becoming a real challenge financially, and that's when the decision was made, well, rather than keep putting money into that one, maybe we ought to take that one down and give the Coliseum more parking and look somewhere else as far as a uh, baseball stadium. And that's when downtown was chosen. Uh, but what really made this particular initiative really creative and innovative, and I still think today, after 10 years, adds to its stability and adds to uh, the, the, uh, its ability to be sustainable, is the fact it is more than just a baseball stadium. Uh, 
And that was, again, done by design. I thought that was very, very uh, visionary for the architects and the engineers and the city staff and, and the, uh, the developers and the other investors. When they all got together and decided that it should be more than just a baseball stadium, uh, I thought, and I still think today, that that was really a, a great statement by them to make sure that this stadium would be here 10 years later and will continue to be. Because I think that uh, besides realizing that it's a, it's a great baseball offering, and I think the San Diego Padres, our, our sponsor team, continues to be impressed. And, and we uh, continuously win awards for the baseball application, the baseball field itself. Many people uh, use the concourse since it's open almost every day of the year, uh, they use it as, a, as an exercise area. In fact, I myself have walked and, and jogged the concourse. So every day, a lot of people use that, especially during lunchtime, uh, to walk and jog uh, as part of their exercise uh, program uh, right during their lunch hour. So that's that's a great offering, and, and I know up, upstairs in the suite area, there are several organizations that have their monthly meetings. Uh, I, the Rotary, Downtown Rotary Group, as well as others, utilize that either on a regular basis or they choose to use it when there's special meetings or special events. Uh, and then the field itself. Uh, gosh, we've had the, the Philharmonic uh play out in the, uh, uh, in, in the infield area, in the outfield area, bringing in thousands of people to, to sit there and listen to our music offerings, especially, I'm especially impressed during the, the patriotic offering around the 4th of July. I remember the first one just a few years ago, literally packed the place, and it continues to. Uh, again, a great environment for that kind of, of offering from the Philharmonic. Uh, the uh, I also know it's it's home base, if you will, for the Four for Fitness uh, runs every every September, the uh, the five k and the four mile and the and the marathon itself and the half marathon. All of them finish up at Parkview Field, uh, and you can actually step on home plate. And I thought that was that that continues to be a real neat offering, and even other creative things. I know the Boy Scouts have had uh, sleepovers out in the outfield. And I remember too, a few years ago when they first opened, we actually showed family movies on the on the jumbo screen. Uh, so we continue to pursue different offerings that can be uh, uh, given to the public as far as utilization of Parkview Field. And that's what I was saying earlier, that it really is a multi-purpose facility. And I think that really adds to the value of uh of Parkview Field and the whole Harrison Complex. And the, the Marriott, uh, the, the owners of the Marriott continue to be impressed with the amount of people that use their hotel. Uh, they're considerably higher as far as occupancy than a lot of other hotels in the region. And I think it's because of its proximity to Parkview Field and uh, what else is being offered in the area. And I think uh, uh, again, Parkview Field and the Harrison uh, have added to other offerings around Parkview Field. Uh, it's really served as a catalyst for a catalyst for additional downtown offerings. So it's really more than uh, a stadium. Uh, it's more than just a baseball offering. 
So Parkview Field, after 10 years, should be extremely proud of what it's accomplished so far and continues to be an integral part of, of downtown offerings. And I, I will say I was talking to someone over the weekend about the games, and I tried to get to as many games as I can. But one of the things I've noticed is uh, during the game, I'll be walking around the concourse and uh, talking to people, and many of them have no idea what the score is. Uh, and that's because they're using Parkview Field as a gathering place for socialization. They and their friends go there and they grab a hot dog and a, and a beverage and they visit walking around the concourse or bumping into other people who are there. So many times they, they, they go to a, 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 a tin caps game, not so much for the game itself, although I would recommend that you do sit and watch the game uh, for a while at least, but many of them go there to make it a social event. So that, uh, I thought that was rather interesting too. So Parkview Field has so much to offer. Uh, Ten years ago, it was a tremendous investment in our community. Uh, I've had a lot of fun going to games. I've been able to throw out the first pitch on a number of occasions. I have yet to throw a strike. Uh, I've hit the plate a few times and caused the catcher to really move to the, to the right or to the left. Uh, and uh, uh, it, uh, uh, it certainly keeps him uh, in, in good shape as far as uh, catches that he's going to have to make possibly in the future. So I give him a lot of warm-up. Uh, but even with that, it's been, it's been a lot of fun. And uh, uh, undoubtedly, if you go to the games this summer, you'll see my wife and I on the concourse or uh, walking around uh, other parts of the field uh, to really make it the kind of enjoyable uh, uh activity it's supposed to be. So congratulations Parkview Field on 10 years and I want to make sure we have another 10 years on top of this one. With that I'd like to go now to talking about uh, our neighborhood associations and this is an area that uh, concerns me greatly. You know we have 260 some thousand people in this community. Uh, obviously we're the second largest uh, city and the state were like the 80th largest in the entire country. Uh, so we have a lot of power, if you will, to make decisions in this community as far as the betterment of the citizens. Uh, and yet, when I go and meet with neighborhood associations or go to partnership meetings, one of the first concerns, one of the first complaints, if you will, that I get from association presidents and officers is that nobody comes to their meetings. Uh, we have several hundred neighborhood associations representing the citizens of Fort Wayne, and almost every single one of them has an attendance problem. And I got to give the officers and those involved a lot of credit. They try to provide all kinds of incentives to attend meetings. Um, everything from uh, giveaways uh, to uh, special speakers. Uh, I mean, they're doing all they can do to try to get their fellow citizens in to help make decisions as it uh, relates to that specific neighborhood. Uh, and I think, I think we need to understand how important these neighborhood associations are. Uh, there's there is so much uh, that they can do to help make the city a little bit better place. For instance, I know that city council members and my staff and I 
talk to neighborhood associations a lot about the infrastructure in the neighborhoods, uh, the, the streets and, and the curbs and the sidewalks and the, and the ADA ramps and, and uh, uh, all of the street signs and a lot of the other infrastructure uh, areas that help a neighborhood sell itself as a, as a place where people would want to live. Well, the neighbors are asked, uh, and the neighborhoods are asked from my engineers and, and from my staff, how is the condition of your neighborhood and what can we do to make it a little bit pl better place from an infrastructure perspective? Well, the, uh, these officers are relying on the citizens that live in those neighborhoods to give them advice and recommendations about the streets uh, in those uh, in those neighborhoods as, and have those uh, concerns relayed then to the staff so we can put them uh, uh, as part of the plan for future development. Uh, and, but it's more than that. Uh, neighborhoods are also talked to by our police department as far as the criminal activity that takes place in those neighborhoods and, and what kind of activity so we can better equip ourselves to take care of everything from, from arson to vandalism to vehicle theft to burglaries and the like. And the more we hear from the, the, uh, the neighbors who live in those neighborhoods, again, the better we're going to position ourselves to do a good job uh, in, in taking care of um, the police needs uh, in those neighborhoods, and in some cases, all of public safety of fire hazards as well. Uh, the housing stock in our neighborhoods. Uh, you know, there in almost every neighborhood, there's at least one home that seems to be an area of concern for the for the neighbors. Well, those need to be passed on to city staff as well. We have a great uh, department run by, by Cindy Joyner, uh, and her, her job as far as neighborhood uh, code compliance to make sure that all of these homes uh, are being taken care of and are, do reflect well on neighborhoods. Well, she, you know, she's only got a limited staff, so she relies heavily on neighborhood associations to, uh, uh, to give her the information necessary to make sure that the housing stock in our neighborhoods is... Uh, uh, is good enough so that when uh, you want to sell your home that the investment value remains high. Uh, or if you're talking about moving into a neighborhood that you, you can rest assured those, that those neighborhoods are uh, truly reflective of the kind of environment where you want to live. Uh, and then also neighborhood covenants themselves. You know, uh, neighborhoods uh, associations meet on a regular basis to make sure that the rules and the regulations and policies and procedures governing those neighborhoods truly reflect the kind of neighborhood that they want to live in. So there's all kinds of reasons why people should be involved in neighborhood associations and in our uh, uh, neighborhood quadrants. Yet we still struggle every month with people coming to those meetings. I don't I don't really know why, because if ever there's a, a good way to have voice in the government, in, in government, uh, that's one way to do it. You know, you can try to call three one one. We want you to when you have a, a specific needs, and and uh, you can send us emails, and you can send us texts, and all that. 
the utilization of social media is fine. We take that very seriously. But to be able to sit down in a monthly meeting with your neighbors and with your neighborhood association officers and truly put into a document format the needs and the wants and the desires of your neighborhood uh, really is an extremely valuable way of communicating with, with local government. So I'm going to appeal to all of you to get involved in your neighborhood associations. Uh, help us make uh, the city of Fort Wayne all that it can be. So those were two our those were two of our subjects for the, for today. Getting involved in our neighborhood associations, and I wanted to speak a little bit about Parkview Field and its contribution to uh, to making downtown Fort Wayne, in particular, a real point of destination. So with that, our time is up. Thank you so much for joining us for the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Be sure to tune in next time to hear about all the exciting happenings in our great city. So until then, I'm Mayor Tom Henry.